What's up, what's up, y'all? This is Dave. And this is Devin. And you're listening to the Dave and Dev Podcast. Dave and Dev. Gotta keep it real like Dave and Dev. On my job like Dave and Dev. Tell no lie like Dave and Dev. Some days I wanna stay in bed, but I get ready for the day ahead. I wanna complain, but I pray instead. Then I'm on my way to the Dave and Dev. And it go like, I don't need a crew. Don't play by he say, she say rules. Don't play, no, we can't do. I'd rather have faith while G-O-D make moves. So please stay cool. All, all I do is speak the truth on things I see they do. I'm a sinner myself. No lie, I need grace too. We lit like EKU. Yeah. Devrin, good evening. What's up, man? Dr. Dev in the house. Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, Dave? How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Glad to be back on the podcast again. Uh, super excited. For those of y'all watching this, you know, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, whatever, you see that we got a special guest. But for those of y'all listening, we have another repeat guest. And y'all know how much we love it when people are on I the do show love, twice. I do love repeat guests because, you know, what, we're not the greatest people in the world. And so if you feel if you feel enough, you know, to come back on the show and just kick it with us, that's great. man. That's facts. <laughs> that's facts. So <laughs> our guest for today is Mr. Ryan Fink. Um, so before we get into anything further, if y'all don't, if you haven't yet, go back and listen to the coaches clinic episode with Ryan. Uh, he's got an awesome story, but for those of y'all who have, or don't remember, or don't have a chance to listen to that, Ryan, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself real quick? Yeah. So, uh, I'm Ryan Fink. I grew up in Northern Kentucky. I uh, went to Connor high school, um, as a kid, uh, when I was four years old, I was diagnosed with acute lymphoblastic leukemia. Uh, went into daily chemotherapy right away, took it every day for three years and two months. Um, you know, and as uh, my counts started to get better and I was able to like, you know, get out into the public or whatever, um, you know, my mom and I started raising awareness for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Um, all the, like the, the little, the hero programs, the pennies for pasta, if you were in the tri-state area, yeah, uh, you, remember, you remember that getting, yeah. getting the Olive Garden, uh, <laughs> prize if you won. Hey dude, uh, I remember having assemblies with you talking at them, bro. Like, oh, I know <laughs> that dude. <laughs> yeah. So that's something, you know, my mom and I would do, uh, just, uh, really my entire elementary school, middle school career, I was doing that. Um, and then. Once I went to college, I kind of got away from doing the public speaking and everything like that. Um, but once I uh, got hired at Kentucky, uh, I actually had a chance to get back into it. Um, I, I got to speak at Coach Stoops' son's school. So, um, and then I was approached with this opportunity from Leukemia and Lymphoma Society and, uh, you know, just kind of running with that. So... That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, really quick, uh, you know, you played college football at Heidelberg, uh, you know, prior to UK, you coached at several schools, right? Ohio and Wyoming yep. and Heidelberg, right? Yeah. I, I GA'd at Heidelberg for, for two seasons uh, right after I got done playing. Um, and then just kind of networked my way to Ohio. I was there for one season. Uh, and then my boss, uh, the O-line coach, Bart Miller, took took me out to uh, Wyoming with him. And then 
I ended up, you know, having a chance to come back home. So, yeah, dude, that's awesome. So before we get into the uh, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, which is totally way more important than what we're about to talk about, but uh, it's, I think, you know, for those like myself and, you know, for those that have listened to that episode, uh, you know, how was the first season at UK, man? Tell us about it. <laughs> SEC football, dude. Well, I mean, it was, it was something else, man. You know, I, I, I loved it. I love being back home. I mean, it was cool to have my parents able to come to a game again. Yeah. Working out in Wyoming, it was, you know, 20 hours away. We couldn't, couldn't get anybody out there. So, um, but it was awesome. Awesome being back home. We had a little bit of a tough year. Uh, went four and six in the regular season, but, you know, COVID let everybody uh, be eligible for a bowl game. And even without it, like uh, we got rid of uh, our offensive coordinator at the end of, at the end of the regular season, we still ended up, uh, managing a, a win uh during the the gator bowl this year so that was fun um hey you'll take a dub hey, bro hey, dub's hey a I've, dub. been, I've been to three bowl <laughs> games i got three rings pretty sweet hey oh. hey. <laughs> hey this man's decorated i, I want to ask a question about covid like the covid year so like obviously it was crazy um i just i just watched a documentary on hbo the other day it was like the day that sports stood still and it was about when the NBA canceled and the whole world pretty much stopped. And so how certain were you that you were going to have a football season this year? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. As soon as Rudy Gobert tested positive, that's when everybody started to take it serious at UK. And like that next morning we had our last spring practice. We obviously cut it 10 practices short. Um, But going throughout the summer, I truly didn't think it was going to happen. I, I thought like, once once we got back into doing like OTAs and like they gave us the NCAA gave us like walkthrough days that we could get out on the field with the guys. And like I didn't think that we were going to be able to finish the season or anything like that, because after two weeks of that, they pushed all of our, our fall camp back. They pushed the season back. Um, and then once we had our first day of fall camp, I was like, I don't know how this is going to work. Like we're going to start getting positive tests like crazy. Um, and then. We actually ended up being one of one of two SEC schools that got to play our full schedule with no canceled or rescheduled games. That is awesome. So I, it, I remember watching like the the bubble for the NBA because yeah. I mean it's almost kind of weird because the NBA kind of like set the tone for everybody else. Like when they shut down, everybody shut down. Then they came back, and I was like, okay, I think sports could in some way could come back. But then I think about football with how many players you all have and travels. Like I don't know how this is gonna work. But it ended up working out pretty well. Like it was, it was a fairly normal per se kind of season. Yeah, I know there were some cancellations here and there, but I mean, like you said, for UK, you guys had a full season. Yeah. Well, and and honestly, like every every part of my job was the same. Like I had, uh, you know, I was at work early, at work late. You know, it's my job never changed. It was the same stuff. That like it was weird not having full crowds or anything like that. So. I'm excited that, uh, you know, the governor, Nick Saban, is letting us have uh, <laughs> letting us have fans again this season. Now, I was about so. to ask you about I, – I know, I know it's a sensitive spot because, I mean – but you all got to play Alabama this year. I've never seen anything like it. Those guys – I mean, they're they, – I mean, seeing Devontae Smith in person do what he was doing, I mean, it's, it's crazy. I mean, he's, he's a good ball he's, player. He's worth the hype. Oh, yeah. I mean, in, in, in our defense, I mean, like they, I mean, fat ended up getting an interception. I mean, they played well. It's just, you know, Alabama just wasn't letting anybody hang close this year. 
Yeah. But yeah. that stadium, that stadium was nuts. Like even, even with the COVID protocols and 25% capacity, that thing was still full. <laughs> uh, that's crazy, man. That's so cool though, dude. I like you got, it's so crazy to me to think about like the schools that you've been at. Like, so I went to a, sm- a small school, you know, that's probably like similar to Heidelberg, like probably, you know, yeah, maybe a couple hundred, maybe a couple hundred fans in the stadium max. <laughs> like, you know, it's like playing high school ball, but a little bit, you know, but more talent. And then, you know, to go to Ohio, that's a pretty decent max school. But then you go out to Wyoming and like, you know, I know that those, you know, schools will pack out their smaller stadiums, but then you go to like Bama and you're like, nah, this is no, this is well, so different. The, the coolest experience that I've had this year was going to Tennessee and beating Tennessee at Neyland Stadium. That's yeah. awesome. And that was um, that was Coach Slarman's last game before yeah. he um, was unable to come to work. Um, so that game, he actually said, he goes, Fink, I got to go up to the box. You're going on the field. So it was my first time on the field. And I tell you what, I could not hear anything. When, every, when, when everybody there singing Rocky Top, you can't hear anything. Dude, I bet that – I got cold chills, bro. <laughs> That's like, it, you know, RIP, you know, Coach Slarman, man. What, yeah. a, what a great guy. I know just being around Kentucky football, like you can't – you can't be in the state of Kentucky and enjoy football and not, you know, know that name and uh, know what an impact he had at, at UK and, and kind of even throughout the, the state overall. Yeah, I mean he's a he's a Highlands guy. Yeah, I mean, legend. He's, he's Kentucky through and through, man. Yeah, man. So what what a cool opportunity for you to kind of get to uh, you know learn from him and work under him and uh, yeah, dude. I man, it, it's been cool to see. You know, I, I think that uh, obviously you know from a distance, I cheered you on when you were at, at Heidelberg, and uh, I know you're not out on the field anymore, but man, just seeing the pictures and your sister and your mom posting every week, man, it just, it made, it made this guy smile, you know, just, just seeing you, you down there. Yeah, man. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, I'm just, I'm truly blessed, man. It's, it's uh, really, there's no other way to put it. I mean, I'm just a blessed fellow. Let me, let me ask you this one. What, what is there fun to do in Wyoming? Like, <laughs> like, like I, I can imagine as many people that were in the stands of Tennessee live in the whole state of Wyoming. <laughs> So what what well, what was there fun to do in in Wyoming? What city is it in? So University of Wyoming, it's actually the only four year college or four year university in the state. So, so it's, you know, it's, it's Wyoming a bust if you're from there. Yeah, and uh, um, you know it was a blast, man. Like you like talking about a game day atmosphere. You go to a game in Laramie, Wyoming. It's freezing cold. But I tell you what, when the Cotton Eye Joe comes on to start the fourth quarter oh, and see, everybody see, goes nuts. Go. Yeah. <laughs> that was it for now, Devin. Now, I, mean, I, don't, I don't want to go no more. <laughs> I don't even want to go. Oh, my like, God. Like, is, that, is it the only thing to do in the whole state? So, of course, people no. don't come to the football game. You, I mean, you make your own fun, man. Um, I went shooting all the time with my boss. Like, everything is just open. So, we would just drive out to, uh, just drive out to a park and just shoot next to a mountain. Like it's crazy. It's fun. I mean, and then like if you ever want to see like one of the most beautiful sights you'll see is Grand Tetons. I mean, it's I mean, it's just beautiful out there, man. I love I love that. Send me the, you just send me the pictures and the videos, and I'll, I'll believe it from you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. and well, speaking of, actually, I'm sorry if there's some Wyoming people listening to this. I'm sorry, but is like we live in Kentucky, and it, I mean, it takes a lot to dog another state if you if you live in Kentucky. <laughs> But like Wyoming, I just imagine there's nothing to do there. And I'm sorry for people who live there who are listening to this. 
On behalf of Dave and Dev, we apologize for any offense we've caused to the people of Wyoming. I'm sure y'all are some great folk out there. Uh, <laughs> uh, but speaking of Wyoming, uh, your guy, the linebacker, did really well for the Bengals this season. You yeah, called man, that shot. L-Dub, man, he's awesome. I'm like – You called that shot, too, but on the yeah. podcast, you said, I yeah. hope he goes to Cincinnati and crushes it. I know. I said he's going to be wearing stripes. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I was right. You it's called cool having him here. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. He wore some stripes and took some stripes this year, you know. He, <laughs> okay, that's all right. You know, he, he made it, though. Hey, yeah. Look, mama, we made it. All right, so, you know, you talked a little bit earlier about the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society and uh, kind of transition into that real quick. So tell us a little bit more about what is going on with them, you know, what your, uh, you know, as people can see if you're watching this, he has a background that says candidate. <laughs> so what, what are you a candidate for? What's, what's the deal with that? So um, every year, uh, the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, they do a, a man of the year and boy of the year, uh, or man and woman of the year, boy and girl of the year. Uh, in 2001 or 2002, I actually was named Boy of the Year for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Um, that was from my public speaking and, you know, just getting out in the community and raising awareness. It's part of the pennies for pasta stuff I was talking about before. Um, and those those are just like those winners are just named. Uh, now, with Man of the Year, it goes along with it. Um, it's a fundraising campaign. So whoever raises the most money. Um, is named man of the year or woman of the year. And um, so there's, there's two women up for woman of the year uh, for our, for our little region. And then there's five guys up for man of the year. Uh, but it's just something where um, I'll make sure that we'll get you guys the link and the link will be attached to all this. Um, you just go to my page, my entire story's on there. It's, it's from my mom. She's always done a great job telling the story. She has. Um, Shout out to, hey, shout out to Mama Fink. You know, <laughs> hey, what? listen to this. Next time we're on a podcast, okay? And Ryan, you're going to be on again. No worries. On <laughs> podcast number three, to, sorry to cut you off, Mama Fink's got to be on the podcast, bro. <laughs> can, can, we, can we get Mama Fink on the phone? Can we, can we phone a friend? <laughs> <laughs> you, want me, you want me to call her right now? FaceTime her right now. Oh, no, put her on speakerphone. Put her on speakerphone. This is the first time we've ever done this. Dave. This is, hey, this, this is this is an audible if I've ever seen one of my. Now if she doesn't answer. That's fine. We, we got That's a call in right now. <laughs> Dude, I'm so nervous right now. Why am I so nervous? It's like a first. I mean, date. it's eight fifty five. I don't think she's in bed yet. She can't be in bed, bro. She be posting on Facebook at like nine thirty, ten o'clock. <laughs> oh, if moms don't answer, she's never not answered my calls. Oh. If wow. you're not watching this, this is really intense, y'all. This is intense. Oh, no. Wow. Mama Fink <laughs> not answering. Hey, I tell you what's going to happen. She's going to call me back as soon as we get off the Zoom in a little bit. No, I'm writing her right now on Facebook. <laughs> All right. You keep, Wait, hey, you keep talking right, about keep... your man of the year, woman of the year. Are we going to get Mama Fink on? So, um, <laughs> yeah, so the, um, the campaign, it's a 10-week campaign. It started uh, April 9th. Uh, and that first weekend, you know, Kentucky football um, shared it. Um, you know, everybody's really helped out and done a great job. I mean, I've, I've gotten so much support from the Big Blue Nation. Um, we raised just under $3,000 on our first night. Um, but we're, we're continuing to rise, get that number. Uh, you know, my goal is 20000 and we're getting closer and closer to that goal every day. Um, 
so obviously like I would love to win. Um, but obviously it's just, it's more important to, you know, save lives and, you know, be a part of something bigger than yourself. And that's what, um, you know, that's been my whole life is run by that motto. You know, it's be a part of something bigger than yourself. And that's whether it's football or being a part to, uh, or doing your part to fight blood cancer. And that's, that's what we're all going after here. Um, so in that link, you'll be able to read my entire story. There's a, uh, there's a donate now button. It's tax deductible. Um, and then you can see all the donors who have donated. It doesn't show amounts. It just shows who's donated. So you'll see if you're in the state of Kentucky, you know, the big dog Vince Merrow is on there. So everybody knows who that is. Yeah. And you got, you know, all, all the staff they've done, they've been great in, in helping me out. So it's very easy to do. Um, but any, every penny counts, you know, we're trying to, trying to make everybody, you know, every blood cancer patient, a survivor like me. Dang, that's awesome. I love this. Okay. So we, we, we've done a fundraiser here at Dave and Deb before and, and we were raised money and it, it went fairly well. So I wanted, I mean, I'm excited about this one. And like you said, big blue nation already stepped up for you, Dave, we don't have a name for our listeners yet. So no, I mean, we don't, man. If y'all, if y'all are listening to this and you, and you can come up with some kind of name, which y'all, which y'all want to be called or whatever, we will we'll do that. But Dave, Dave and Dev family, we need y'all to, to support. Hey, Damn, for sure. By the way, I totally just messaged your mom on Facebook. So this is getting real. I sent her the Zoom link. I hope hey. she joins, bro. Hey, if she hops on, that'll be awesome. If Mama, um, Fink, if Mama Fink comes on, this, it, this, I mean, we'll stop, stop the show. The whole, I'm sorry, Ryan, but the attention goes to Mama Fink. It does. Hey. So I'm, I'm glad we already talked about what we had to talk about. Because honestly, when she comes on, it's over. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that's totally fine. I will say. Uh, from the last podcast to now, you guys were you guys asked me about a girlfriend or a wife or anything like that. And I said, she's not out there. I don't have one. Literally three weeks later, I met my girlfriend who just moved down to Lexington with me. So just hey. wanted to give her a quick shout out. Um, hey, yeah, dude, she, the pod, bro. We you got that little, little sauce, bro. Yeah. I'm, telling you, I'm telling you, this podcast works wonders. You know, she probably listened to it and said, you know what? He's available. It was it was really cool. It was funny because um, when it first came out and we met or like I hadn't met her family yet, but her entire family knew my story because they all listened to your podcast. Like her dad was sharing it to everybody. Let's go. <laughs> this is that is honestly that news right there. I mean, I went to church. today. That's the second best news I heard today besides the good news. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Man. yeah. That's great. What, what's, well, you know. So we got to get as many people as we can. Listen, if y'all can donate to this, do it. If you can't donate to it, share it. All right. Tell somebody need, else too. Look, we're trying to make, we're trying to make my man, uh, Ryan, a winner and make Mama Fink proud. Yes. Okay. So we just do what you can. All right. Share it. Donate. Do it. Do whatever you can. So Absolutely. that's huge, man. That's th bro. This is so cool to me that like, uh, you know, you're, you're getting this, you know, kind of opportunity. I know that, you know, it probably feels like some people are like, oh, you're buying this uh, man of the year. But uh, but no, I think it's so cool. I love that they they kind of not necessarily incentivize it, but they they push that, you know, hey, this helps get that awareness out there. And uh, plus, we get to recognize awesome people like you. So what, how does that how does it feel like? How does that feel to kind of, you know, I know you won the boy of the year, but how does it feel to kind of be in this space right now? Um really it's it, it come full circle that I was boy of the year. And now I'm up for this. Um, 
you know, I just can't thank Ashton enough, who is she's the one who reached out to me from the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society to get me involved. Um, you know, I'm just I'm so thankful. You know, I've my my life, like I've always wanted to have a foundation. I've always wanted to do something more um, to, you know, to help find a, a cure for cancer, for blood cancer, anything like that. Um, so it's just a, a, a step in that direction. You know, I've always wanted a foundation. This is a chance for me to have some fundraising experience behind it now. And, you know, it's, it's just all, like I said, it's all come full circle. So is it over? So does it end on May 11th? Is that the day? Oh, so it ends on uh, June 18th. Oh, we got time. So yeah, we got a little bit of time. Yeah. We're going to do as much as we can to press this thing out and try to get people to support as much as possible. Cause I think this is important. Like you said, you can save lives with this. And I mean, if we can find a cure, if we can find a cure, we can save lives or help someone out. I mean, that's, that's ultimate. That's, that's awesome. And that's the ultimate goal with this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Dude, you're like, bro, you're like such an inspiration to so many people, bro. It's so, it's so cool, man. I listen, I'm, I'm a, I'm a sentimental guy as y'all know, but I know joke. We talked about pennies for pasta earlier, but I remember being in like, man, maybe like, third or fourth grade at at uh at goodridge elementary yeah at goodridge elementary shout out uh hebron kentucky (laughs) um but i remember being like third or fourth grade and having uh these fundraisers and having not not fundraisers but having these assemblies and uh this little dude how are you are you 24 right now or 25 no i'm i'm 26 i'll be 27 in july okay so but he's two years younger than me uh, but I remember him, he there was just this cute little kid and I just couldn't believe that like he could stand up and talk in front of everybody. And, uh, you know, your, your sister Miranda was in the same class as me. And so like, it's cool because, you know, like I remember having an awareness about leukemia because of those things. Right. And so even just that awareness, like I remember when, you know, uh, <clears throat> my wife's cousin got diagnosed with leukemia. And, uh, you know, I, I reached out to you right away and you were just, you know, so supportive and, uh, man, just your impact is, is so cool, dude. It's, it's an awesome thing to, to know you. And man, I I appreciate that. I mean, that's, that's all, that's very sweet. I'm, I'm so thankful. I mean, those are very, very kind words. And, you know, I remember, uh, when you reaching out to me, uh, I remember when you reached out to me about that a, a few years ago and like, it's going on right now too, like, uh, Maggie, they have a family friend in Lawrenceburg who my mom and I are going to be linking up with them here soon to kind of give some, you know, consulting or not really like just to be there for them, you know, and just, um, it's something that I've always loved to do. Um, but you're talking about assemblies and everything like that. So as I was moving, I found, I found old boxes. You remember like the posters that were hung up on, on the walls, the, yeah. the, the hero program, I found all of them. Really? And then, uh, if you remember the light, the night, or like the, the team and training, like the marathons and everything like that, I found all of our, uh, light, the night banners. Like it's all right here. It's so like, I found it all right. As like, I moved in here a week before the campaign kicked off. So I've got all these extra pictures and all these like uh, that's awesome. Dude. All this stuff. It was just a cool little reminder, like, Hey, this is why you're doing this. Yeah, dude. That's, that's amazing, man. Um, 
So how, how can people reach, like if people have questions or, want, or comments, like how can people reach you? Well, like what's my, your social uh, media? I don't want you to, to give out the personal phone number in your address. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, my Facebook, my Facebook is just my name, Ryan Fink. Um, Twitter is at Coach Fink. Instagram, Ryan Fink 53. I mean, my, my DMs are open. You know, I'm always willing to it's talk. DMs. Yeah, I'm always willing to talk and and just be there for for anybody like that. So that's awesome. I'm, yeah, and I'm, I'm active on this stuff all the time. You know, we got to recruit on Twitter. We got to do everything. So I'm always on social media. Yeah, and I'm, I, I I resonate with Dave. I'm I'm excited. To, like I'm really excited to have you on back on the show. And then I mean, like the stuff you're really an inspiration to a lot of people. So thank you again for coming back on. Hey, no, I appreciate you guys having me on. You guys, you guys are the best for sure. All right. So listen, we're gonna, we're gonna get mama Fink on. I, I mean, listen, I, I sent her another message. I'm blowing up her, her messenger right now. <laughs> um, listen, we're going to get her on, but before we do, um, you know, we'll, we'll kind of talk a little bit back into, to what, what's going on. So, uh, spring football just ended, right? Yes. How, you know, how, how's it feel to kind of have a little bit of a break? I mean, I tell you what, I inherited a set of golf clubs this week. So <laughs> there you go. Spring, spring ball's over. All the coaches go out golfing. I've never done it. So I was like, found, I won the, uh, the staff weight loss competition. So I used a little bit of that money, inherited a cheap set of clubs, got a beginner set. You know, hopefully, uh, hopefully in May we get, uh, I think coach is talking about some Fridays off. So maybe we'll get some golfing in, you know. Um, but I, other just, than that, I just got my golf clubs last hey, year. I just there you go. You guys year. can go play together. Devon's Devon's weekend or two. Like I'm not gonna lie to you. Like last year was rough. My first year was I was rough. <laughs> but that second, that this I just went golfing a couple weeks ago. And I'm like that the back nine, I'm I'm all right. I was all right. You're I'm, I'm straight like, now. Home. <laughs> so all I'm saying is this is your if this is your first time, just don't don't give up, man. It's, it's gonna be rough for a little bit. Hey. All I know is I, I'm going to be at the range for a while before I before I see a course. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> hey, that's I was at the range in top ball all the time. Hey, got to. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome though. Uh, so how did the how did the spring pra- uh, practices go? It was good. It was good. Our guys, uh, our guys are buying into the system, and it's a brand new offense. It's you know we're we we have a huddle. Uh, you know we're doing some good things now. Um, you know, no, uh, our quarterback competition still going, you know, it's, uh, it was a good spring. The guys learned a lot and, um, it's all, I mean, it's all good stuff. The guys, the guys did a, did a really good job. So and answer, answer this if you can, but out of, is there anybody that, that was really impressive to you in the spring practices? Um, we, we, we had some young alignment for me, we had some young alignment really step up. Um, that's a position where we lost two leaders. Um, you know, Landon and Drake, their names are going to get called next week. Um, you know, we had, we had some young guys really step up and do a really good job. So, um, the, the old line is, I mean, for me, I mean, that's my position group. That's who I work yeah, with yeah. the most. So absolutely. watching, we're watching the old line, watch some of the young guys there. All right. Yeah. yeah. I, I pay attention a little bit more. Cause Dave, cause Dave always, he always points out the old line to me. <laughs> Hey, yeah, man, we got to stick together, bro. We got to stick together, us chunky big boys. Big fellas need some love. <laughs> hey, the big boys, they don't get in the paper, bro. They don't hey. get in the paper. 
Got to, man. I mean, and and it's a fun unit to watch. I mean, we're Joe Moore Award semifinalist last year. Um, you know, it's I mean, it's a that's that's awesome, man. It's good to see uh, you know, more competition. And uh, you know, obviously I'm I, I've not ever really been super like, you know, knowing everybody at UK, but you know, to for you to be there, man, it's cool to to kind of have somebody to root for. And uh, you know, that I've been paying attention to that O-line, man. They they do got some ballers. Okay. Yeah, man. It's a, it's a fun group. From what you know, will the stadiums be more open, completely open next year? I mean, I, I think is like, I'm not going to get on here and tell people to get vaccinated, but I think it's that that progresses and moves forward. I think there's a chance to have full stadiums. I think the SEC has allowed it, um, but I, I can't say for certain. I don't I don't know for sure. Did y'all see the Texas Rangers just had like 50,000 people at their stadium? That's that's Texas. That's a different country, Dave. (laughs) They they do things different down there. All right. That's true. That's true. No disrespect to my Texas listeners either. I know there's there's a couple of you from Texas that listen to this. (laughs) I just want to get back. I just want to get into the crowd, listen to Grove Street, and watch some good football. Hey, let's do it. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's go. I'm trying to I'm trying to get Coach Fink to get me to get me you know get me on the field with the guys. I'm just want to pump somebody, and I'm just kidding. I'm not trying to get on the field. But I, no, do, I not know, let, I, do not let do not let that know, goofy. I don't know enough about football to be on the field. I'll mess I'll mess somebody up. So don't, 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 don't pit me as high up as possible. I'm trying to get nosebleeds, man. <laughs> be up be up uh, seats up next to the press box to get you up there with me. Yeah, there exactly. exactly. <laughs> I, I, that's 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 where I need to be. As far yeah. away as possible, so they, so the players don't listen to, to a word I say. Now we talk basketball is a different story. <laughs> oh shoot, man! That's... So has, the schedule hasn't been released yet, right? Uh, I mean, I know it. I don't know if it's well, officially it, out. Like, I think it's to, just. I think the opponents trouble, man. I think the opponents are named right, but it, no, nothing like on the books for scheduling, right? Uh, you can see our um. Home and away. Uh, let me see. I'm looking at it. Yeah. So it's online right now. So, yeah, September 4th, Louisiana Monroe, 11th, Missouri. So, I mean, our, our schedule is online. It's so, out there. Yeah. Is there, any, is there any place on the schedule that you haven't been to yet? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's see. I'm going to pull this up here. Um, well, that's an old schedule. Um, I know I like we're going to South Carolina this year. I'm so excited for that game. Um, LSU comes to town this year, so I don't get to go to Death Valley. Uh, we're going, we play at Georgia. Um, that's the thing I keep forgetting like UK, you all bring in some, some pretty like, like when I moved out, you know, because I'm an Ohio guy, so I moved when I moved down here, it's like. The opponents that, that you all bring in, it's like the stuff that I would watch on TV growing up. And it's like it's pretty cool to watch you all play against them. And even, yeah. uh, even, even you know, beat them at times. Like, I've turned into a UK fan over the last couple of years because I've got to watch, you know, I, I got to watch, like, local people that I know who coach for them. And it's like it yeah. makes me want to cheer a little bit more for them. So I appreciate, you know. Dude. You guys, I mean, it's, it's a good connection having with the, with the community that you all have. Oh, absolutely! You guys do excellent. Like, is that some? Is that like a stoops thing? Like, I like I don't know of many school. I don't know. Maybe that's a, a nationwide thing. But I feel like y'all are really connected to the community. Coach Stoops does a great job. Um, 
you know, he's, he's really involved. He's got his own, like, um, you know, he's got his own little business opportunities as well outside. Um, you know, he does, he does a great job in the community. Everybody loves coach Stoops. And then, um, as far as like getting into the hospital and everything like that, I mean, shout out to Courtney Love. He's our director of player development. He played at Kentucky. Um, you know, he's, he's a huge help in getting guys um, out in the community, getting guys from the community into our facility, talking to them. And, you know, we've, we've had, um, you know, Courtney just does a great job and, and coach Stoops has allowed that to happen. I mean, coach Stoops is just, He's a next level networking marketing man. I, I love being, I love working for him. Hey, hey, Courtney, if you're listening to this, bro, I'm just saying, Dave and Dev, you know, you know, we, we talk to the team, we can do, a, <laughs> you know, do a preview show, like whatever. Like, I'm just saying, man, I'll drive from Indy. It ain't that far of a drive. <laughs> so, Ryan, tell, tell us a little bit, like, on, on back on the subject of the team. Like, how has your story impacted the team? Like, it, like from, from the story that, that they've seen you uh, pretty much, like, overcoming a, a lot of difficulties in the, in the beginning of your life? Um, you know, I, um, I, I, came, I keep kind of a low profile. You know, I haven't really told my story a lot until recently. Um, but the guys knew, like, with Schlarman and Josh Pascal, they both got diagnosed with cancer at the same time. Uh, and Pascal's overcoming. Uh, and we've got adversity right now with Chris Oates right now. Um, still trying to come back from his, uh, from last year. Um, I mean, it's, there's been a lot of adversity in this program and like Kenneth Horsey, he, he won the comeback player of the year. He had open heart surgery two years ago. Oh, I mean, so there's a lot of adversity that's hit our program and a lot of people that have overcome it. Um, but recently, like once I came out with that video, um, really promoting the whole campaign, that's when more and more guys started coming up to me and asking. And when Schlarman actually passed away, um, you know, the guys like that was that was the real connection was like me and Schlarman. We would talk about treatment and everything like that all the time. Like we were always he was always asking like what it was like and just uh, seeing if there was any comparisons or anything like that. Um, but as far as the guys, like once, once Slarman passed, like it was just like, oh, as far as overcoming things, I wasn't like, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how to answer your question. I just, no, I mean, it seems like when, when, when coach passed away, it was, seems like that was like a a pivotal moment in the season, like uh, from, from like a fan perspective, like, like, so me being a college athlete, like I can only imagine what that would feel like in that in that moment happens because these coaches become like family to you absolutely and so it's like someone in your family like you just lost someone in your family in the middle of a season and so then at that point um sports becomes context of backseat because you start to reflect on life a little bit mm-hmm. not saying that it's not important but it's still like it, it you kind of have like a little bit of a reflection period did, did that happen with the players yeah um we uh we still played Vanderbilt two days after after he passed but we actually canceled practice that next Monday and ha- um, held a memorial sor- uh, service at the stadium. Um, you know, his family was there. Uh, Neil Brown, West Virginia's head coach. Um, they, those guys are like really good friends. So Neil Brown came up and his family was here. Um, we had uh, the players got to get up and, and speak to everybody that was in attendance. And, you know, everybody says he was, he was like a father to them. And, you know, I mean, he, he was like, 
his nickname, he's got plenty of nicknames. He's the big tuna. He's, he's the great American, you know, that's like, there's, there's nobody like John Schlarman. And it, uh, that time to reflect, like you, we were all, you know, we were all in, in pain after that, Yeah, but we we're all hurting just, but we also know that he never let it affect his job. No matter what he was going through, he was still overcoming and persevering every single day. He's, he's throwing up right before practice. No, I mean, he's, he was an inspiration to everybody. So it was a, it was a rough, rough few weeks. Sure. Sure. That happened. Was that in the middle of the season? Yeah. yeah. So Tennessee was actually uh, the last game that he was able to be at. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, he kind of remained in the hospital and then he man. passed away right before the Vanderbilt game. That's that's crazy, man. I mean, I know that, you know, that probably had a lot of impact on the team and just, you know, you have somebody that I feel like for, you know, that time watching people kind of talk about his fight, you know, prior to him passing, he, he, you saw like him kind of become like this even bigger figure. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember, I think ESPN, somebody did a story on him prior to him passing. And, uh, and then after he passed, I remember it was it Landon Young that wore his jersey number. Yeah, so um, we actually like the O line rotated. Everybody, everybody got to wear his number. Um, but the first game, like Drake wore, Drake was the first one to wear Schlarman's number, and that was uh, that was like a, a week before whoever we okay. played before Vanderbilt, and then we had a bye week. Um, but Landon was the first one after uh, he passed, and then it just went through the rest of the O line, uh, like. Luke wore it. Um, Luke Fortner wore it for the South Carolina game. Drake wore it again for the bowl game. Uh, Darian, I think, wore it for Florida. I mean, the guys just – everybody got a chance to wear it up front. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we talked – I think the last time you were on, we talked about, like, coaches that had, you know, great impact on you. And if you guys – if those of y'all listening, you know, listen to that coaches clinic series, that was somebody we kind of – something we kind of asked everybody was, like, who were inspirational coaches. And I feel like – you know, we, we added one to, to make it feel like he was everybody's coach, really. Um, yeah. And just kind of had that kind of larger than life, you know, persona. Yeah. I mean, and he is the program. I mean, you see on the hat, uh, yep. sorry, the little things messed up there, but JS, I mean, he's on, his initials are on everything. We've all got and strong hats. I mean, he's, he's going to be forever remembered there. Wow. For sure. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. That is awesome, dude. I'm so I'm kind of I'm so bummed that we can't get Mama Fink on here. I know, dude. She uh she just texted me. She is out um at she's having dinner for my aunt uh, with my aunt Nan. It's her birthday, so they're out there talking. And there's a good chance they're out there talking until about three in the morning. That's what they do. <laughs> the real one, but you know what, Mama Fink, you're always welcome on. All right. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And Ryan, and Ryan, you're you're you know you're always welcome on. And so we're gonna. We're going to push this thing. We're going to try to get as many people as we can. I mean, like we said, you are saving lives here. And so let's just, let's, let's go ahead, go ahead and donate as much as possible. If you can't donate, go ahead and share and uh, get other people involved. And uh, yeah, that'll be, that'll be awesome. So absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much, guys. Every penny counts. I appreciate everything. hundred percent, man. Well, thank you again for being on. Uh, look, if you're listening to this, look uh, for the links 
Uh, we'll have it posted within the podcast link itself. And then on our social media, we'll make sure we have it linked and anytime we share it. So uh, make sure, like like Devron said, if you can't donate, share it for us. And if you do know, donate, please share that too. And, uh, you know, looking forward to supporting this cause, Ryan. And, uh, you know, super excited for for you to get back out on the field in the, in the fall and, and help coach the team. And, and, and we're rooting for you, dude. We're, you know, you got two <laughs> fans right here, bro. I, I don't know that there's two uh, outside of the Fink family. I don't know that there's too many people that are actually rooting for you, bro, but we are. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, until next time. Peace. Peace.